Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. like today when we uh, bury one of our best who were murdered by terrorists we remember and remind ourselves Lo Nafsik Lashir we will continue to sing we will continue to build we can, will continue to live and rejoice and continue to do so with uh, our Bitachon uh, and the one above Welcome everybody to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network and we are with you each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM, Eastern, 4 PM Israel time and we're also available to you whenever you want to listen to this show. It's audio on demand. You've heard a video on demand. This is audio on demand. You can listen to it whenever you want on NachumSiegel.com on the archives of the site or on the app. You can listen to it whenever you want on the app, on the Nachum Siegel Network app, which is available free for both Android and Apple phones and devices. And you can also subscribe as a podcast, which is very easy to do. If you're not sure, you can just shoot us an email, mayor at NachumSiegel.com or post on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash to Israel Show. Well, as we mentioned, yesterday, Daphne Meir, 36-year-old Mother of six, 
was stabbed to death in front of her home in Otniel in Yehuda. Otniel is uh, the southern part of uh, Yehuda. The um, the murderer got away. He is still on the loose. He stabbed her in front of her children. Happens again and again that we lose some of the best and we only find out how amazing the people are when we lose them. And then we realize that we are blessed with amazing people. She was a nurse. That's what she made her living from. But also, and I don't think that this was publicized anywhere in the uh, on the blogosphere, on the internet or in the Facebooks, on the side, she volunteered as a consultant to women on issues of Taharat HaMishpacha, family, family purity and orthodox laws and she used her knowledge as a nurse and as a woman as an orthodox woman she also studied the subject and was available to women all the time in fact a very close friend of hers said this morning on Israeli radio that although she had six children, she really had many more. And even on the issue of the six children, we can see this amazing person. Daphne Meir was adopted. She came from, it seems, a difficult broken home. She was adopted. She had four children of her own with her husband. And... When she could no longer have children, she took in two foster kids and adopted them. And they became her children as well. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know? Doesn't it tell you everything you need to know? She had a tefillah that she would say before she began her shift. She wrote it. She writes that she wrote it as she was studying for her exams in pharmaceuticals. May it find favor before you, Give me the schut. To distribute medication to your people who need salvation, Yeshua. And also those of other nations who are under the care of your servants. That do this holy work in the day and in the night, Shabbat and holiday, never tiring. And there's more. We'll post it. Hopefully, we'll post it later on the Facebook page. I don't know if I'll have time to translate the whole thing, but we definitely will post it. This was a from everything that people are saying about her, an amazing person, and in fact, the incident itself tells you much about her. The terrorist came to the house. The father was out taking one of, the, one of their sons to the doctor. The mother saw the terrorist, the daughter, excuse me, saw the terrorist attacking her mother at the entrance and her mother fighting him off with all her strength so that would not allow the terrorists to come into the house and hurt the rest of the children. 
at a certain point, the terrorist eyes met with Winana's eyes, the daughter. And she just knew he was going to lunge and attack her and her siblings, but the knife was stuck in the mother. He continued to try and pull the knife out of Daphna, but it would not come out. All the while, Daphna was screaming and raising alerts, and the terrorist, fearing he would get caught, eventually gave up and ran away. The daughter, Renana, credits her mother's heroic actions for saving her and her family, and preventing what could have well been another entire family massacre, similar to the Fogels. I'm going to play for you um, two clips from the funeral. One is like two minutes of the husband's hespid. This was very emotional. Her husband yelled out to God, Abba Yakar, our dear father, can you imagine this man is burying his wife he is now left with six children to take care of and he calls out to God I don't doubt your actions even in the slightest you gave, you took may your name be blessed the famous words of Eov then he asks God to be present in the house to help him take care of his orphans and the father says and they're your orphans as well and then he says something which is just unreal he says that talks a little bit about his wife how she was so special she was one of a million and he says Nishbar HaKli this vessel is now has broken, has been smashed. Ha'or hit pazer, the light that was in it, is now set free. Balakan, he asks everyone at the funeral and everyone listening, that includes us. She kachalatzmoto accept upon ourselves to take upon ourselves laharim chelak mehaor shenishpach. Each one of us should pick up a little bit of delight that spilled when this vessel, when this Kli, Daphne Meir, was killed and her light spilled out. And may that be, he says, may that be her Gal Ed proper memorial for her. This is the husband being masked his wife. Then you'll hear the end of the Kaddish a father and a 15-year-old child saying together. I don't know that that has to be that way, but I guess for now that is. תן לנו כוח, יהיה נוכח בביתנו, תן לנו לחוש את החיבוק החם שלך, את האהבה שלך. ולכם ציבור יקר. אני אומר ומבקש דפנה שלי היא אחת ממיליון אחד ממיליון שגדלים בבית לא בית ומצליחים לגדול ולהשתקם לכן דפנה החליטה להחזיר חסד לעולם והשיבה היא השיבה נשבר הכלי, האור התפזר, ואני מבקש מכל מי שבא לכאן, מכל מי שבא לכאן לכבד את צריכה של דפנה, שייקח על עצמו להרים חלק מהאור שנשפך.
כדי שהאמת מארץ תצמח. קחו לכם טיפה אמת, שזה יהיה גל העד הראוי. זה דווקא שלנו, לאמא היקרה שלנו.
Davidi, Hine Matov. Pick things up a little bit before that. Yosef Karadunerva, Filub Hastara, even in the difficult times. As we remember, Daphna Meir, Hashem Yukom Dama. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show and the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you for uh, joining us. A few weeks, well, it was the last week. I don't know, so much going on. I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last week. We spoke about the um, the groundbreaking, I would say, groundbreaking um, uh, uh, news broadcast on Israeli television, Ilana Dayan's Uvda program, which has never been a friend of the right wing. They exposed the radical left wing. Organizations like um, Taayush and um, B'Tselem, there are others, Shavrim Shtika, which we've spoken about, vile, vile organizations that go to out to go who go outside of Israel and take the occurrences that they have captured on camera of soldiers 
misbehaving towards Arabs and so forth, which happens in every army. And instead of trying to deal with it by coming to the army and saying, here's the material that we have, take care of this, they go outside and try to shame Israel and, uh, in, in effect, helping the BDS movement and the other movements that want to hurt Israel. It's, it's that simple. It's a small group of people, of radical leftists, who have taken upon themselves to do this, to, um, t- to besmirch Israel in the public eyes in Europe and in America, and they've been somewhat successful, especially in Europe to the extent that some soldiers, for example, are afraid to travel to places like England and others where they're afraid that they'll be arrested for war crimes. And we spoke about the um, this report, this investigative journalism report that appeared on Israeli television, which um, featured a radical leftist by the name of Ezra Nawi, who supposedly is a um, he calls himself a um, human rights activist but was ready this Ezra Nawi this Russia was ready to basically cause the death of an Arab land dealer who was um, willing to sell Arab land to Jews and he was going to do that by ratting out this Arab land dealer to the Palestinian Authority, trying to coax the Arab land dealer to go into the physical, geographical location of the uh, Palestinian Authority and then to let them know, which he did, he did let them know, um, about um, about his work and signing his death sentence because the law in the Palestinian Authority is that if you sell land to Jews, you will be killed. And he knows that and it's all on hidden camera. Is Ezra Nawi then, uh, when when all heck broke loose in Israel, he tried to uh, he tried to leave Israel. He he tried to escape, and the police arrested him at the airport. And I don't know what's going to happen with him now. I did some research. You know, the left was saying, "Well, who who is he? We don't know. Yeah, one guy. You just caught some." Turns out he's a very central guy. And, and way back years ago already, the New York Times had a feature article all about Ezra Nawi. So. Uh, it's amazing how the left in Israel knows how to dish it out. They don't know how to take it. Well, more has been coming out. Oh, so wait. First of all, let me just say this. That um, that broadcast has now been edited to, in, to have uh, English subtitles. And it is worth watching if, you're, if you care, if you're interested about what's going on in Israel and want to see some of the craziness that's being perpetrated um, by the Jewish left in Israel. I will post a link on, on the Facebook page. It's um, a link that of the program with English subtitles so those who don't understand Hebrew can watch it. And more has come out now from this organization, Ad Khan. This is a group of young men who took upon themselves, just on their own, they were like their own private Mossad. They infiltrated left-wing organizations in Israel and uh, using hidden cameras, which is uh, which is amazing. They used hidden cameras and documented some of the real outrage that is taking that the left is doing uh, against Israel. Now, of course, they think they're doing it for Israel, but uh, the the overwhelming majority of people in Israel do not agree with that, and so they decided that they're going to be. You know, they're going to be instead of the government, because um, while the people elected this government, the people are stupid. And in effect, that's what they're saying, and you will see in a moment. Um, So they, in addition to everything else, exposed a a sit-down, a seminar, if you will, of Shovrim Shtika, this... uh, Breaking the Silence, this organization that we've told you about, this vile, vile, I would almost say evil, organization that's been exposed, not only that they take incidents of soldiers misbehaving towards Palestinians and don't take it to, to the army, but rather take it out throughout Europe and go and show videos and so forth, but they also make up stories. 
they fabricate stories. And people who have served with those who now are the heads of the Shavrim Shtika say, I was there, it never happened, it's not true. In addition to the fact that most of the witnesses that they bring are anonymous. They refuse to tell who they are. So, so Sahal and the government has no way of uh, figuring out whether these reports are real or not. So once they started getting this you know, kickback, so to speak, the, 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 the negative feedback from, from the Israeli public, the Shovrim Shtika, the heads of Shovrim Shtika decided that they needed to um, sit down with somebody who will help them with advice on how to deal with this, because they felt that they were, like, surrounded, that they were being, that, you know, the noose was being drawn around them closer and closer. And so they invited somebody by the name of Alon Liel, who has a lot of experience in, in, internationally, and thankfully, at this meeting, one of the Ad Khan people was there with his hidden camera. And so we now have a transcript of what was said at this meeting of Shovrim Shtikadis, radical left Israeli organization, who asked Alon Liel, we'll tell you more about him later, to help them with advice on how to deal internationally and how to deal with the pressure that's being brought upon them. They, they say in the meeting the main criticism against us, against Shovim Shtika, is that all our material is in English. And that we're attacking Israel outside of Israel. That's, that's the main attack that's on them. And that, and that they said to Liel, what do we, how do we deal with them? So he's, and he says, I'll, I'll let you know, I'll tell you, let me tell you what I think. He says, I know that in South Africa they tried quite a number of times to start sanctions against South Africa. And it didn't work. You know when it started working? When the world understood what was going on in South Africa. So someone had to bring the word to the world, to the international public, to understand how evil the situation in South Africa was, and then things started rolling. And same here, says Alon Liel, same thing. We, 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 this small group of people, we have to bring the message to the world that the occupation, quote-unquote, is immoral, is criminal. And by doing that, we will bring to the world this message that they have to stop it by boycotting Israel and sanctioning Israel. Just like in South Africa. This is amazing. These are Jews. One of the Shavrim Shtika uh, activists in this transcript asks Alon Liel, I mean, we know that the general public is against us overwhelmingly, without a doubt. They are probably not even 1% of the population, these people. So, what, what, how do you answer the people, the Am, the nation that asks us why we're going international, why we're spreading Israel's um, um, dirty laundry, why we're washing Israel's dirty laundry outside? And, and here's what he says, this, the questioner, Lo lanu hamalumadim, no, we, the academics, the enlightened, those who understand, I don't have to answer, we understand. But what do we say to the, to the masses? Listen to how these people see themselves as some elite of elites who degrade the masses. The masses don't understand. We have to come up with an answer for those that are not they're not learned. They're not understanding. And these are people, by the way, who always say, democracy. Everything's about democracy. And yet they're not ready to understand that in a democracy, when the overwhelming majority thinks you're wrong, I don't know what right you have to go and just act unilaterally against your own country. 
And Liel, along this, along Liel says, look, there's about 2%, that's what he says, that understand what you're doing in Israel. I believe it's less. But who are the 2%? Oh, they're the finest. Ha'anashim ha'chimusariim, ha'chinevonim, the most ethical, the smartest. Shemesugalim lirot esrim shana kadima, that can see 20 years ahead. Shalosh tufei moach shala propaganda ha'yimenita mishichit. That aren't brainwashed by the right-wing messianic propaganda. This is, this is the mindset of the Israeli radical left. There's a lot more. It's not even necessary to go through it all. You just get the feel. You get an understanding just from these few quotes of the danger that is posed by the radical left. And let me just tell you one thing. And this is the part that is really, quite frankly, crazy. Who is Alon Liel? He's a man who worked very hard in the international community, especially in South America, to make sure that Mr. Dani Dayan, who was appointed by the Israeli government as ambassador to Brazil, he worked tirelessly, this Alon Liel, to make sure that Dani Dayan does not get the job. He convinced the Brazilian government to tell the Israeli government, we don't want this person as your ambassador. Why? Because he's not educated? Oh, he's very educated. He's well-educated. He's well-spoken. He's rather normal. He's not a radical right-winger. But he lives in Yehudan Shomron. He lives, according to Liel, in the quote-unquote occupied territories. And he was the CEO of the organization of the Yehudan Shomron settlements. And so that makes him, should make him, according to the left, persona non grata. And so they managed to convince the Brazilian government. And for the first time, when Israeli government recommended a, 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 an ambassador to a country, the country had the gall to say no, not because he's not qualified, but because he lives in Yehudan Shamron and was active there. This very Alon Liel, who's done all this, you're not going to believe it, but he was Israel's ambassador to South Africa. And he was the Director General of, Is- of Israel's Foreign Office. It's unbelievable. Maybe it tells us something about why Israel doesn't have such great Hasbara if the people who are at the head of the Foreign Office, the Misrat Achutz, are people like Alon Liel, who believe that a guy who lived in Yehudan Shimon can't be ambassador to Brazil. And by the way, he speaks Spanish fluently. Or no, not Spanish. What do they speak in Brazil? Portuguese, I think. Whatever Span- whatever language it is that they speak there, he speaks fluently. Well, it's important to know. It's not exciting. It's not happy. But it is important to know that this is what we are up against. In addition to our enemies from the outside, as always, as long as going back 2,000 years and more, we have the enemies from the inside to contend with, and thankfully they are the overwhelming minority and not those in power. My name is Mayor Wang, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here's Tomer Chatuka with Shar Singh. Yeah. 
On the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. The Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Providing Olim with needs based financial help. It was a revolution in Aliyah what they did when they started that. They provide employment resources, they give assistance with governmental absorption, community based guidance and support. And in doing so, they make each individual's Aliyah as successful as possible. Their charter flights, which are specially commissioned El Al flights, where the entire plane is reserved for Olim from the USA. They are legendary with the huge, beautiful ceremony upon arrival for the Olim Chadashim. Nefesh Benefesh would like you, there, like you to visit their website and take a look at what they offer and what they do, even if you're not thinking of Aliyah tomorrow. Just take a look something to keep in mind. www.nbn.org.il www.nbn.org.il The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Well, we like to, um, we like to look at positive things. And after the next song, we're going to share with you a really beautiful story having to do with Gilad Shar. You probably remember that he was one of the three young men who was kidnapped and then murdered by Arab terrorists in the summer two years ago and um, the 18 days during which the search for him and the boys that were with him Naftali Frankel and Eyal um, can't remember his last name right now oh well Senior moment, um, the searches for them that took place and that brought us all together. Well, Gilad would have been 17 years old this month. That's what they say. See, I have two reports. Oh, I see. No, he would have been 18 years old this month. I'm sorry. That's what I thought. He was going to be 18 years old this month. And the family, when they were thinking what it would be like to celebrate his birthday, they thought of, of course, all the pain. But um, they wanted to turn it into something good. So after this song, we're going to share with you the beautiful way that the Shahar family turned the sadness of his murder into a beautiful celebration that brought smiles to the faces of many people. We'll uh, do that right after this song. Eliar Itzkovitz, debuting Simcha Umatzav Ruach, a song that is supposed to get us into a good mood. That's what he'd like. He's a young artist who's just starting out, and we're happy to debut his music here. Simcha Umatzav Ruach, Eliar Itzkovitz. My name is Mayor Wanger, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Shalom Teha 
כך גם תקווה איתך תנוח, שחרר מהצהרות. אבא שומר תמיד עליך, וגם מקשיב משאלותיך, זה עם שמחה ומצב רוח, תרבה Brand new music, Simcha Umatzav Ruach from Elior Itzkovitz, debuting here on the Israel show, and we are happy to bring it to you. We have more debuts, we just don't have time. That's, that, that seems to be the major problem. We just don't have time. Um, so, we started telling you about the, what the family of Gilad Shar did as a way to remember him on his birthday. They started this last year, and his birthday is on Yud Tevet. It's in January, and they asked that during the month, people should join this initiative. And here's what it is. They wrote that Gilad enjoyed being in the kitchen, especially baking. He loved baking chocolate chip cookies. He loved baking mousse, making mousse, chocolate mousse, and other such um, goods, baked goods. And so they wrote, they started a Facebook page called Hamid Shel Gilad, Gilad's Kitchen. By the way, there are currently, just to let you know, 8,155 members on this Facebook page, Hamid Shel Gilad. Which is really great. And they asked that during the month of his birthday, please bake cakes, cookies, any, any sort of some baked good that would spoil, bring a smile to somebody. Then, take a picture of it, and they asked that you please distribute it, give it to a neighbor or a friend, but more so to people that you don't know. And ask those people to do the same thing. To bake, to take a picture, and to distribute. And so on, and so on, until everybody will, ha- will have something sweet in their mouth and warm in their heart. If I would tell you how amazing it is, how exciting it is, goosebumps, to go to this website, um, this Facebook page, I mean, Bachel Gilad, we'll post it later, and see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures of people, individuals, groups, schools, youth organizations, baking, wrapping, putting notes with the cookies that they're going to give out or the cake that they're going to distribute. And they write in the note, this is being given out as a way to memorialize Gilad Shar by bringing joy and happiness and warmth to everybody. It's, it's so heartwarming. And around his birthday a few weeks ago, it was amazing. It just kept coming. You know, the, the, the Facebook posts. Here's one. Here's one example. Just from a school in Yavne. I'm sorry, from a school in Ranana. They gave out 400 cookies before Shabbat. And each little bag of cookies had a note in it and it said, Gilad, Gilad's cookies. It starts. Hashavua, this week, is the 18th birthday of Gilad Sher Zichonolivracha. And we, the students of the school in Ranana, want to, want to have more Ahavat Chinam. Marbim Ba'ahavat Chinam. Umechalkim Ugyot chocolate chips Shigilad Ahav. And we're given our chocolate chips cookies that Gilad loved. Harbu Ba'ahavat Chinam. 
one after the other. Each one wrote a little note, not necessarily, but many did. Some of them actually wrote on it, this is the bracha that you can make if you'd like. Here's another one. This is from a Sheirut Le'umi group of girls. L'chvod yom huledet shil gil ad shar Hashem yikom damo hayom yom chamishi yutet teved v'almenat laharbot achudut ba'am in order to increase the unity within the people we are baking cookies and giving them out to people. Shenizke laharbot ahavat chinam v'achudut ha'am It's just beautiful. See how one family took tragedy and turned it into something amazing. It's heartwarming. And yes, with all the difficulties and all the negative things, there's so many points of light. There are so many points of light in Israel today. So we wish the Shar family should have a lot of nachas from the rest of their children and from everybody that they've touched with this beautiful, beautiful idea. We're going to end off with a brand new song. We're debuting it. Chaim Elbaum. It's called Ve'ele Hadvarim. It's inspired by Ele Hadvarim, <laughs> but it's uh, it's not the words exactly from the Pasuk. We'll uh, share that with you after we thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your Facebook likes and your comments. Um, thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks as always to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, encore presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson. Followed by headlines with David Lichtenstein and then the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, which is to be Shvat, I will probably be joining Nachum Siegel on JM in the AM. We'll see what we're going to be doing here on the Israel Show. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
יכורה. 